first of all, tell me a little bit about yourself. You are a, a, a graduate student in Greensboro, right? Yes, I am at UNCG. Okay, and what is your major? What is your, what is your master's thesis going to be about? My master's is a master's of history mm-hmm. with a concentration in museum study. Oh, no kidding. Yes. So how did you uh, get to the High Point Museum? I mean, how did that come up? I actually work at the High Point Museum as a historical interpreter. I've been there since 2008. Uh, What is the West End, or was it, and how is it historically significant? Well, um, the West End is on English Road, and it got its name because it was the western end of the trolley line that ran through High Point. The trolley would go a mile in either direction, you know, north, south, east, and west. Mm -hmm. So this was the end of the trolley line. And in the early 1920s, a hosiery mill started there, along with some other businesses. By the 1950s, this area was, as it's called in several newspaper articles and has people talked about it, It was called a beautiful suburb. It was called a thriving community. And it was also called a city within a city. And it built up and became this large commercial retail area that was for the people that lived and worked on that side of High Point. Now, we're talking about the area that's out toward Archdale? It's actually toward, if you kept going down English Road, it would be going toward Thomasville. Thomasville, okay. Because mm-hmm. it turns into National Highway. Yeah. I think so, yeah. Yeah. It kept going straight, yeah. So w- what's in that area now? Mostly it's abandoned. Mm-hmm. Uh, city transfer and storage is on one side of the road. Uh, you have a gas station and you have a, a jewelry watch place that that place is only open two days a week the gas station is there and both of those places their families have been there since the 1940s and 50s but other than that most of the buildings are abandoned if you once you come down english you'll see the gas station on the right and you hit this one block it's only this one block and there's all these brick buildings that look like it should be that these buildings should be on Main Street. They look like if you drove down many city or many small towns across America, you would see the exact same style of buildings that were built in the early 20th century. They're two-story brick buildings. Most of these buildings had uh, glass storefront areas, and you could picture them with awnings. Uh, Most of them now are boarded up. The glass is boarded up, but... um, so it looks like a mini Main Street area. And I grew up in High Point, and as a child, even as a child, I would ride through there, and I'm like, what are these buildings doing here? They looked weird because they, I thought they should be downtown mm-hmm. on Main Street, and here they okay. are stuck in the middle of this road. And it fascinated me, even as a child. And for my master's program, we have to do an internship. Well, I work at the High Point Museum as a historical interpreter, and I also work for the National Park Service at Guilford Courthouse National Military Park. So I couldn't go away to do an internship. I had to do something local because I worked all summer. 
And I said, I am going to investigate those buildings because I have always been fascinated by them. And I wanted to prove that they were more than bars because when I grew up in the 80s and 90s, it was bars. That's what was there. And it was a violent, um, rough part of town. You Mm -hmm. didn't go to the West End at night. You stayed away. There was drugs, prostitution, all of that. And during the day, you would drive through with the windows rolled up and the doors locked kind of thing Mm -hmm. through that one little area. (laughs) And I was like, always, there has to be more to it. There has to be. Those buildings are too interesting. And so I chose to research it. And my hypothesis was, what was it? What was these buildings? And I felt that it had been a thriving commercial area at one time. Yeah. The very first day I was doing my research, I proved my point. I found this wonderful map that showed what businesses were there, and I said, well, I can stop now. I don't have to do any more research. <laughs> uh, but I continued on and, of course, found out every business that was there um, and went you know, through from the 1920s all the way up into the 1950s. So that's, that's when it started becoming prosperous was in the 20s. It was. It started in the twenties. Um, there were a few businesses there. And you said it was, ho- it was hosiery plants and textiles there, and right one one side of the street, uh, a gentleman named Charles Amos bought the entire side of that street, and it was Melrose Hosiery. The okay. other side of the street was businesses, things like beauty parlors, barber shops, cafes, um, clothing stores furniture stores, there was a movie theater, there was a skating rink at one point. It was just this big, if you think about going to a main street, it was there. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, and now, so, when the, the, it started falling apart in the 50s? It started falling apart in the 60s. 60s. There were some fires that destroyed some of the buildings. Oh, okay. They, uh, High Point widened English Road. So they took away the parking that used to be on the road. Mm-hmm. And there was really no place for people to park. And once the hosiery mill left, which, you know, starting in the 60s and 70s, it started going, you know, hosiery started leaving High Point. Mm-hmm. Uh, the area just became um, yep. different. It, it, you know, the buildings were now turned over to things like bars and places like, and things like that. And so that community sense went away because a lot of the businesses went away. 